Welcome to Philadelphia Flyers Weekly, your home for Philadelphia Flyers podcasts. WBME Broadcasting. Each week we'll run down player news and franchise news for the Philadelphia Flyers National Hockey League Club. We'll also feature news from around the NHL and much more. Flyers Weekly starts right now with your host, Chris Smith. It's been quite a week for the Philadelphia Flyers this week and uh, glad to have you here. Week number six of Flyers Weekly, and man, what a week it was. A lot of uh, late-game contests and a lot of games going very late and a lot of excitement going on. This is the new NHL, and i got to say, it's uh, it's pretty cool to watch. And uh, it's it's th- this week has been no different. It's been uh, definitely a lot of fun to watch this week. FlyersWeekly at gmail.com is our email address if you want to... Uh, Get in with the show. Just uh, send us an email. We'll make sure that uh, we talk about it on the show for you. PhiladelphiaFlyersWeekly.blogspot.com is our homepage. Make sure you check that out. Uh, We always have something going on there as well. Well, getting right into it this week for Flyers Weekly and Hitchcock's Corner, something we start out with every week here on the show, and we just kind of center around some some comments from from Coach uh, Hitchcock, and uh, we talk about... uh, what he had to say during the week and, and against some of the games. And we'll start out with some comments on Yanni Pickinen and uh, what a week he had. The game winner uh, won Tuesday night con- Tuesday night's contest against the uh, Bruins when uh, he gave up well, uh, he gave up a goal to uh, Joe Thornton. He gave up a kind of a weak go- kind of a, a weak giveaway, I should say. And Joe Thornton went in and won and, and scored. But uh, here's what Ken had to say on Yanni Pickinen. Uh, he said to the coaches, "You talk about character." He was really mad after the after the Thornton goal. He was angry. We were really. Com- Coming on, we were down two to one. We had a lot of quality chances, and that's a young mistake. And then to turn around, do what he did. Uh, Hitchcock goes on to say, "I would never have thought he could do what he did do." But that pass and that goal at the end of the third period was unbelievable. The goal was great, but the pass was unbelievable. And they're talking about the pass from Forsberg, and Forsberg caught. Uh, Yanni down low, and uh, it was a seed of a pass. It was a great pass, and Yanni moved in and. Uh, and scored late in the game, and uh, it was uh, that's what what's what eventually tied the game. The Flyers are down by two goals at one point there late in the third period, and eventually tied the game. So, um, good play, great play. And uh, again, you talk about Peter Forsberg and uh, what he means to the team. It was uh, this was a prime example right there? What Forsberg is capable of? He's he's more along the lines of he lately just and, and this is just what he does. He sets up the, the, the plays. He's not going to score a whole, a whole lot of goals. I mean, he's going to have his fair share of goal scoring, but um, he's been setting up Simone Gagne. He's been setting up Mike Knubel, guys like that. And uh, it, it all comes back to Peter Forsberg. Uh, you know, he's he, he's a very smart player, and he, uh, he hit Yanni Pickenin with a great pass there at the end of that Bruins game. It was uh, definitely great to watch. Uh, Yanni having a great couple games here. He's plus 18 right now. He's plus 16 at home, which is really good. Uh, eight points and three goals in his last five games. So Yanni really getting the job done there. Uh, and this is one of the players that Hitchcock, I think, was expecting to, to kind of step up this year offensively was Yanni Pickenin. And uh, uh, Hitchcock had said earlier in the year that uh, there was a lot of – he had high hopes for Yanni and has been picking up well. Um and again, another player who's been stepping up uh, in the place of Eric Desjardins. And uh, Eric Desjardins has been out with a concussion. We'll talk about him a little bit later. He, he's going to return soon. 
But again, Yanni with two goals on Tuesday and uh, the game winner also in overtime. And uh, he's been playing great. Again, like we mentioned, he's plus 18. He's plus 16 at home. And uh, just, just doing a great job. Eight points, three goals in the last five games for Yanni. And uh, he's definitely stepping it up. Antero Nidamaki got to start on uh, Thursday against the uh, Bruins or against the Islanders. And uh, boy, did he play great. Great, great play by uh, Nidamaki on Thursday. 38 of 40 saves. He was everywhere. Uh, he did a great job uh, fending off the Islanders. And uh, he's starting to get into a groove. And uh, Hitchcock had this to say on Nidamaki. Uh, I don't think we have had a fair assessment of him right now until we get him into a rhythm. The rhythm starts on the back-to-back stuff. He's going to play in games that are back-to-back in the front end or the back end. I think it's not the right thing to do to evaluate a guy who has played a limited amount of time. It's going to increase here because our back-to-back stuff starts towards the end of November. And you'll see some of these games coming up. You'll see some Friday and Saturday games. Hitchcock continues and says, I think from that standpoint, we'll get a better evaluation. Right now, we have to let him get into a rhythm. And uh, I, again, I think you're going to see a lot more of Nidamaki. Uh, Esch has been playing great. We, talk about, we talked about uh, Robert Esch last week and uh, how he's been kind of, uh, kind of quietly going about his business and really doing a great job. And I think uh, everyone kind of started to notice that this week about Robert Esch. Uh, and it was a little bit more uh, apparent, uh, the contributions he's brought to the team. But uh, Nidamaki, I'll tell you what, uh, another great... Great, great backup, um, and I think again, like Hitch says, you're going to see a lot more playing time for Antero. And uh, I think uh, it's well, again some of these teams coming up. You have some games against Pittsburgh coming up. You have a chance to get Antero in there, and some other games coming up against uh, some opponents, which which may not be quite the offensive team. Uh, as they once were. We got Tampa Bay coming in. Of course, you know you always have to watch against them. We'll see Boston again, uh, but then the, uh, the the Devils, who have been struggling, and the Islanders are also coming in. Uh, so uh, we'll probably see Antero again, like Hitch says, probably quite a bit here towards the end of November. And some back-to-back games. There's a Tuesday and Wednesday matchup. Uh, there's a Friday and Saturday matchup. Uh, so he's talking back-to-back games, uh, and uh, hopefully getting Antero in there and getting him into more of a groove, obviously, and uh, making him one of the one of the premier backups in the league as far as I'm concerned right now he's he's, he's done a great job this this year uh, backing up Esch Hitch uh, went and had some more comments after Thursday's game against the Islanders and um oh he's uh, Patrick Sharp was was the big uh, was the star on uh, Thursday and uh, Patrick Sharp had two goals, but uh, we saw some physical play this week and uh, Hitchcock had this to say after Thursday's game. We have to have a better reaction to getting checked. The same thing that happened in the Boston game happened tonight. We didn't react to getting checked very well. We didn't enter the zone right away. We tried to work it through people and got checked off the puck. We started to do some... Uh, we started to do some of the things that we needed to do in the second period, and when we got the lead in the third, we did exactly what we needed to do. Good signs here, but again, we talked about the physical play last week, and uh, this is kind of on the other end of it. Uh, the Islanders come in there, and, and they they kind of play some physical hockey against the Flyers. The Flyers don't react to it very well, is what Hitch is saying, and I think uh, you, you're going to see this. You're going to see, I think, some of the, the more physical teams that you're going to see coming up here uh, down the stretch uh, for the Flyers. It's something to keep an eye on uh, because, um, you know, 
players with a lot of hits and things like that uh, are, are going to come in. They're going to know this about the Flyers. They're going to know, look, if we come in and we can back check, we can forecheck, these guys don't handle that very well. And we talked about the Flyers' physical game last week and how that needed to step up a little bit. I really felt that the, that the Flyers were, were not playing as physical as what they should be. Uh, and I think, again, like I said, I think we saw a little bit more of that this week. I think we saw some better physical play out of the Flyers. Uh, but they haven't been reacting well. The, the forwards haven't been reacting well to, to some of the physical play that the other team is handing out and some of the uh, the forward-checking and back-checking that the opponents are handing out. So something to keep an eye on because uh, so some of the heavy hitters coming up here and uh, – and, uh, in, in Calgary, and uh, of course, you know we, we've already seen the Islanders can play physical. We'll have a couple more games against the Islanders this month, uh, so it'll be definitely something to keep an eye on there. Um, and uh, regarding Patrick Sharp, a great game on uh, on Thursday, two goals again on Thursday, and uh, he's starting to kind of come into his own. Hitch Hitch had this to say about Patrick Sharp: He's starting to really compete at a high level. You can see that in practice now. He's getting up to speed. He's starting to do the things that you have to do to be a good player in this league. Uh, so he's starting to come around. He doesn't have a whole lot of uh, points or a whole lot of goals this year. As a matter of fact, I don't think he had any points or goals in the last five games except for those two on Thursday. Uh, so, But again, another key player, we talked about um, Patrick Sharp and the injuries to Keith Primo. You're probably going to see a, a, a more ice time from Patrick Sharp, possibly uh, Bronco Radovojevic, guys like that. You're going to see a little bit more ice time, and we have seen those guys on the ice a little bit more, and it's good to see uh, some production on Patrick Sharp. More on the game on Thursday. Uh, Hitchcock talking about the uh, Islanders' win on Thursday. He also goes on to say, we went four lines in the third period, which was good. This was good for us to get into a battle like this where it was a lot like the Ottawa game. New York meant business tonight. They know what happened in the game here before. They were embarrassed, and they came and pushed us as hard as we've been pushing this building all year. I'm sure if you were sitting in the coaching box right now, you'd have to think that your team played a heck of a hockey game. And it was. Like we said, it was a physical hockey game, um, and yeah, New York came in there, and they, they, they really put up a fight. Uh, they lost something like 5-1 the last time uh, that that that, uh, that they came into the Wachovia Center. Uh, so this was definitely a, a different uh, different Islanders team, a different makeup a little bit, and uh, they gave the Flyers a fight, and there's no doubt about that. Now, of course, after Saturday night's game against the uh, Panthers, um, Hitch had said that was probably the... Uh, that was, that was probably as hard as they even pushed, but that Florida game on Saturday was pretty good. We'll talk about that then in a couple minutes. But, uh, again, the Islanders come in there, and uh, the Flyers are able to uh, get Patrick Sharp working for them, and uh, they, they win that game. And uh, they basically sweep this homestand, this uh, five-game homestand. It won all five games, uh, and, and uh, very exciting games, good games to watch. And what a game it was on Saturday against the Panthers. 5-4 was the final score, and the Flyers won, of course. And Mike Knubel, the last uh, with three seconds remaining, three and a half seconds remaining, scores the game winner uh, in the third period. Uh, shorthanded, mind you, shorthanded. This Michael Hanzus who set, kind of set him up. Michael Hanzus got the got the puck into the Flyers' offensive zone, and uh, Mike Knubel coming off the bench. Um, a shift change, or, or and Mike Canuble uh, was able to pick up the puck and uh, just fired a rocket uh, past uh, McClellan, who was in goal uh, for the. Uh for the for the Panthers on Saturday, uh, Hitchcock on Canuble's line getting going again because we know that um, the Canuble uh, Gagne Forsberg line had been kind of quiet the last couple games. The Islanders game and. Um, I think, um, well, I know the Islanders game uh, were, they, they were quiet. Um, they, they 
just were not getting as many scoring chances, I don't think. But Hitch had said this about that line. Well, they struggled only in lack of finishing. Simone had 10 shots on goal. I just thought they played the way we're used to having them played. They're very competitive and very skilled, and it's a great combination. Peter's shift with four minutes left was unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. They should have been rewarded with that goal. It was a goal, by the way, that was brought back in the third period. They should have been rewarded with that goal, but to have Mike get that shot, I know he felt bad for a couple of months. He thought he had there in the second and third, and to finish it like that was terrific. So uh, a good thing. And, of course, yeah, the, the Flyers had a goal. It looked like a sure goal in the third period. Uh, it was called bad. It was never, never was called a goal. Uh, the puck did go into the net, but apparently the referees had said that uh, I guess McClellan had uh, had the puck frozen and, and the play was over before it somehow trickled out and into the net. So there was no goal there. And uh, it, but uh, again, good to see Mike Knubel coming off the bench and really paying attention well and just firing a rocket uh, past McClellan. It was cool to see. Um, and I can't really say that the, the Gagne Forsberg line has been struggling a whole lot. And again, like I said, you just haven't been getting the scoring chances. Uh, but it's been good to see other lines, the other guys like uh, Jeff Carter, who had a great week again, and uh, guys like that step up, Michael Hanzus and uh, John Sim. Guys like that have been stepping up, you know, and uh, if, if you have that type of output from the other players when your stars aren't getting the uh, production, hey, you know what, you're still going to win games. And we've seen the Flyers win their fair share of hockey games, and it seems to be a different uh, a different star every night has been helping to get, to helping get the job done, so... Definitely good to see um, the Forsberg, Gagne, Canoeble line still working out great, uh, but the other players are, are, have been there to uh, to kind of back them up a little bit. Now, Hitch did some rearranging with the lines this week, and I wanted to t- spend some time on that. Um, here's how it shapes up now. I remember we were talking earlier in this year, one of my favorite lines was going to be the uh, John Sim, Mike Richards, Michael Hanzus line. Well, that's been broken up for the time being. Here's what Hitch had to say on that. He says, it's a number of things. First of all, we would like to see Umberger, R.J. Umberger, looking down the line as a left winger. Number two, we want to see if we can enhance the play of Brian Savage and Bronco Radovojevic, using their speed by having a player to get the puck to them. We're looking to get a line that can go out against the other team's top line and battle them on an every-game basis. That's what we're looking for. Hanzus has done this before lots of times. We need a line focused on a checking role. And uh, we talked about the physical game last week, and this is a good point uh, I think that Hitchcock has brought up here uh, regarding you know getting a little bit more of the physical play involved. And you're talking Michael Hanzus. Uh, you're talking... Um, you're talking Brian Savage, he wants out there. Uh, guys with experience on checking lines. So here's what he has done. He has broken up the Mike Richards, uh, Michael Hanzus, and John Sim line. And uh, here's how it looks now. Uh, Hanzus will center a line with Brian Savage and Radovojevic. Uh, R.J. Umberger, or Mike Richards, will center a line, a line with R.J. Umberger and John Sim. And uh, Jeff Carter, the last line, will center a line. Will center the line with Donald Brashear and Patrick Sharp. Uh, so some mixing up there with uh, that Ken Hitchcock has done with the lines, and I think it'll work out well. Again, we were talking about the physical play, and I think um, 
think the Flyers need to get a little bit more physical, and uh, I think Hitchcock's answer to this is to kind of mix up the lines and get guys like Brian Savage and Michael Hanzus, who are experienced in, in checking, uh, get those guys together on a line and uh, have them go after the uh, the, op- the opposition's top line every night. We'll see how it works out. Seems to work seem to work out well. Uh, the last couple games, I think it started. Uh, this started actually on Tuesday night, and uh, it seems that we have have worked out well. And uh, we talked about. Um, you know the, the players still getting production um, and things like that. So I think it'll I think it'll work out well for the Flyers. And uh, again, physical play is definitely what was needed here. I think in the last uh, last couple weeks. Well, the Flyers have also looked better in the third period. And here's what Ken Hitchcock had said um, regarding the Flyers getting late in the games. He was really happy because we dug. We dug dug deep in the third period. We had a lot of scoring chances in the third period, and it was looking like he was going to either go to overtime. Uh, this is about the game on Saturday. The feeling on the bench was was it just seemed like we would make a mistake, and it was a pretty good op- opportunity for the guys to score. It was one of those games where it could have been gone either way because of the feeling you have, but to see what they've done and how many games they've won in the third period, it's a very competitive group. It's a group that doesn't want to lose. It's a very competitive team and we're getting effort. So, uh, again, kind of Hitch just saying that, you know, look, the team's not giving up in the third period. And we talked about uh, the third period play earlier in the season was not very good. And uh, the attitude lately has just been not give up, not give up until the uh, until until the last uh, the last buzzer. And uh, with the new NH- NHL the way it is, you can't uh, you can't you gotta you just gotta go full steam ahead. Anything's possible in these games, and uh, it's we've definitely seen that here in the last uh, last couple games. Flyers down by two goals against Boston in the third period on Tuesday. They came back and won that game. Um, in overtime, but uh, they came back and did a great job. Uh, they even came back on Saturday's game against the Panthers, and Mike uh, Mike Knubel with the game winner with three seconds left. You know what? Uh, it was tied, kind of. It was even, kind of, kind of an even game the the, the whole game, and uh, even score. And the Flyers were able to, to overcome that in the third period. So some good scoring chances coming up in the third period. The Flyers look like a, t- a completely different team in the third period now than what they did earlier in the season. So. Definitely good to see. I'm going to take a quick ID break. We'll be back with an injury report and a uh, look at the week ahead for the Flyers. Hang on. Your home for Philadelphia Flyers and Philadelphia Phillies podcast. WBME Broadcasting, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Now, back to more Flyers Weekly with your host, Chris Smith. Welcome back to Flyers Weekly. Flyersweekly at gmail.com is our email address, and uh, PhiladelphiaFlyersWeekly.blogspot.com is our homepage. Check them out this week. Well, the injury report this week, looking a little bit better. We already know about the injuries to Keith Primo. Uh, Primo out kind of indefinitely. No one's really sure when he's going to be back. He's uh, just resting right now. He's not clear to do anything. Uh, he's not clear to practice, work out, or anything like that. Uh, he has been coming in, uh, I guess, uh, coming into uh, to practices every day and kind of, I guess, uh, hanging out there and uh, keeping fresh around the uh, clubhouse or whatever. I heard a report somewhere where it might be until Christmas time until uh, Primo returns, but uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Regarding the uh, regarding the captain situation, now I wanted to kind of talk about that for a minute. Uh, Flyers still don't have anyone wearing the C. 
on the jersey. And uh, typically, it's when it's not that it's not a big deal, but uh, apparently NHL has kind of kind of put their, their their foot down a little bit and said, "Hey, look, you guys need a captain out there. You need someone with a C, so we could, so if there are any you know plays that need to be disputed with the refs, you need to have somebody over there who's just one person over there who's going to be able to do that uh, for your team." Well, apparently, Primo wanted Gagne to take over wearing the, the, the captain's role, and uh, Gagne just feels like he's not uh, comfortable doing it. Uh, so he's not going to do it. Uh, some other individuals who may be able to, I think Eric Desjardins, when he comes back, could possibly do it. Um, I think part of it with uh, with with Gagne, too, was he had mentioned something out of respect for Primo. But uh, in all honesty, if Primo is not going to be back, if he's going to be out for a long or an extended amount of time, uh, the Flyers are going to need to have somebody in there that are, is going to wear the C, and they're going to be able to, to have uh, somebody over there with the referees when there's a disputed call or a disputed disputed goal or something like that. So they're going to need to figure something out. Uh, somebody somebody needs to uh, needs to wear the C, and uh, somebody needs to be over there to take care of that kind of stuff. So Gagne has said no. He's not going to do it. Uh, doesn't feel comfortable doing it. Uh, and again, like I said, uh, Eric Desjardins, maybe when he comes back, uh, possibly him. Not really sure. Not really sure. Uh, but they, the Flyers, I think, need to, need, need to assign somebody. I haven't heard anything about Peter Forsberg. I don't know if it's something that he uh, also doesn't feel comfortable with or not, uh, or if it's something he just doesn't want to do. I don't know. I would imagine that he might not be a bad um, a bad decision uh to have him wear the captain, wear the C either. So I, I don't know. So regarding Desjardins, though, you remember he's still out with a concussion, um, doing much better. And uh, this is what we were talking about. He'll be back soon, actually. Uh, he could join the team this week for practices. Uh, in fact, I read a report somewhere where he was probably going to be cleared over the weekend to practice with the team. And he could be back uh, for Wednesday's matchup against the Penguins. Uh, kind of maybe maybe a long shot there. Not really sure, but uh, we'll have to wait and see how that works out. But uh, again, he's been uh, he's been doing well. He's been skating and working out. Has been Eric Desjardins. Uh, so we may see him this week. Sammy Kapanen out with a rotator cuff uh, injury and, and and the surgery there. Uh, he's been doing much better as well. As a matter of fact, November thirtieth is the day uh, that uh, Sammy Kapanen is actually expected back. Um, and, and he he's expected to play in that November 30th game against the Devils at home. So that would be cool. That would be really neat to see Sammy Kapanen in a, in a game this year. Uh, he's been he's been out uh, since well since September uh, with a torn rotator cuff. Uh, he's been skating and taking shots. He says the shoulder feels very good. Uh, so November 30th is the uh, target date for Sammy Kapanen to come back. Of course, also Turner Stevenson out with uh, hip surgery, and uh, he'll be out probably until. Um, Probably until December sometime. Uh, so some good news on the injury front, on the injury um, report front there. And uh, good to see uh, Desjardins coming back soon and, and Sammy Kapanen. This week, Flyers a full week this week, four games. Uh, start right on Monday. It's with Tampa Bay. Uh, Wednesday, Penguins. They have the Penguins at home. And then uh, Atlanta at home on Friday. And then Saturday is Pittsburgh at the Igloo in Pittsburgh. Uh, so some games coming up here with uh, Tampa Bay and Atlanta, some good teams, some teams that will score some goals. And uh, can't really say that they're really struggling in, a, in, in their division uh, with uh, with Carolina playing the way they have been. It kind of looks like Tampa Bay and um, and uh, and Atlanta have, haven't been playing that well. But uh, they have. They've been uh, putting up their fair share of goals and uh, – They'll come in there, and they'll. Uh, I'm sure they'll play uh, quite quite uh, quite well against the Flyers. Um, 
and the Penguins, who are struggling defensively, the Flyers need to just continue and uh, take advantage of some of these teams. We talked about how the Flyers need to take advantage of uh, Washington uh, a couple weeks ago, which they did. Washington was struggling. We also talked about how they need to take advantage of um, of the Islanders, too. And the Islanders were struggling. And um, the Islanders, we said the Islanders did come in, and uh, the Islanders gave them a fight. But, uh, again, two games against Pittsburgh this week, and uh, that is uh, interdivision play. Uh, so they're important games, you know. Any, every, every, I would say every interdivision game from here on out is probably going to be pretty important, even against the, uh, even the, even against the Penguins. And the Penguins are struggling, but uh, hey, if you can take two out of two this week from the Penguins, and that's two more games that you just push yourself above the Pittsburgh club and. Uh, Closer to uh, to the Rangers now. The Rangers have played who lead the division right now. Um, actually, uh, have played four more games than the Flyers, and I'm not sure when uh, they are going to have their time off. You know, the way the schedule has been set up this year, uh, each team has usually goes through an extended amount of time off. Uh, but I'm not sure exactly when the uh, when the Rangers um, are going to. Uh, are going to have some time off here. So the, again, the Rangers sit in top of uh, up top of the uh, the division right now in first place. But again, like I said, they uh, they also have played four less games uh, or four more games rather than the Flyers have. So um, it looks to me, just looking over the Rangers schedule here, they're going to have some time off. Um, well, it probably doesn't even look like it's, it's until December or the end of November here that. Um, Beginning of December to end of November here is when uh, the, the Rangers will have some time off and the Flyers could maybe play some catch up there and uh, get in some some extra games there against the uh, Rangers. So we'll see what happens there. So the Penguins twice this week and uh, again against some struggling defense against the Penguins. Uh, Flyers I think need to go go, uh, go and take two uh, two away from the uh, Penguins there. Of course Atlanta and Tampa Bay. Uh, Atlanta at home at the Wachovia Center uh, and Tampa Bay down in Florida. So some. Uh, some important games here coming up, uh, and uh, some road games. And uh, now that this homestand is over, we'll have to uh, hopefully uh, the, the Flyers can, uh, like we said, take the two against the Penguins, and uh, we'll see what happens against the Thrashers and, and the uh, and the Lightning. That's going to do it for me in this edition of Flyers Weekly. Flyersweekly at gmail.com is our email address, and uh, philadelphiaflyersweekly.blogspot.com is our homepage. Check those out this week. I'm Chris Smith. Have a great week. We'll see you next week for another edition of Flyers Weekly. You've been listening to Flyers Weekly on WPME Broadcasting, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Make sure to join us next week for another edition of Flyers Weekly. And make sure to join us online at philadelphiaflyersweekly.blogspot.com. And make sure to send us your emails at flyersweekly at gmail.com. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.